0: This is the Wikipedia page for fetishism. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN
1: and I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to
0: subscribe. All right. Well, fetishism is often misunderstood. And so I thought we could read something to set it straight for everybody.
1: I'm hoping that it's about like an object. Because I used to play an MMORPG where you could like win fetishes and they were like little objects.
0: I think that we're going to talk about all meanings. That's what my guess is. Okay. Let's get started. A fetish derived from the French fetiche, which comes from the Portuguese fetico. And this in turn from Latin fascistious, artificial and fasir to make is an object believed to have supernatural powers or in particular a human-made object that has power over others. Essentially, fetishism is the attribution of inherent value or powers to an object. Nice.
1: historiography. The term fetish. That
0: word sounds made up. Just saying. It
1: anyway, does. I like read it and I was like, am I really saying this right now?
0: The old historiography.
1: Yeah. The term fetish has evolved from an idiom used to describe a type of object created in the interaction between European travelers and Africans in the early modern period to an analytical term that played a central role in the perception and study of non-Western art in general and African art in particular.
0: William Peet's who, in 1994, conducted an extensive ethno-historical study of the fetish, argues that the term originated in the coast of West Africa during the 16th and 17th centuries. Peetz distinguishes between, on the one hand, actual African objects that may be called fetishes in Europe, together with the indigenous theories of them, and on the other hand, fetish, an idea, and an idea of a kind of object to which the term above applies.
1: According to Peets, the post-colonial concept of fetish emerged from the encounter between Europeans and Africans in a very specific historical context and in response to African material culture.
0: He begins his thesis with an introduction to the complex history of the word. My argument, then, is that the fetish could originate only in conjunction with the emergent articulation of the ideology of the commodity form that defined itself within and against the social values and religious ideologies of two radically different types of non-capitalist society as they encountered each other in an ongoing cross-cultural situation. This process is indicated in the history of the word itself as it developed from the late medieval Portuguese fetico in the 16th century pigeon fetiso on the African coast to various northern European versions of the word via the 1602 text of the Dutchman Pieter de Meris. The fetish then not only originated from, but remains specific to, the problem of the social value of material objects as revealed in situations formed by the encounter of radically heterogeneous social systems and a study of the history of the idea of the fetish may be guided by identifying those themes that persist throughout the various discourses and disciplines that have appropriated the term.
1: Stolybrass concludes that Pietz shows that the fetish as a concept was elaborated to demonize the supposedly arbitrary attachment of West Africans to material objects. The European subject was constituted in opposition to a demonized fetishism through the disavowal of the object.
0: History Initially, The Portuguese developed the concept of the fetish to refer to the objects used in religious practices by West African natives. The contemporary Portuguese fetico may refer to more neutral terms such as charm, enchantment, or abracadabra, or more potentially offensive terms such as juju, witchcraft, witchery, conjuration, or bewitchment.
1: The word abracadabra comes from Hebrew. Great. Yep. The concept was popularized in Europe circa 1757 when Charles de Brassus used it in comparing West African religion to the magical aspects of ancient Egyptian religion. Later, August Comte employed the concept in his theory of the evolution of religion wherein he posited fetishism as the earliest, most primitive stage, followed by polytheism and monotheism. However, Ethnography and anthropology would classify some artifacts of monotheistic religions as fetishes.
0: Hey, this article isn't sexy. I
1: mean, that's subjective.
0: The 18th century intellectuals who articulated the theory of fetishism encountered his notion in descriptions of Guinea contained in such popular voyage collections as Rumusio's Viaggio e Navigazioni. 1550, De Brais, India Orientalis, 1597, Pungchasa's Hakluytus Posthumus, 1625, Churchill's Collection of Voyages and Travels, 1732, Astley's A New General Collection of Voyages and Travels, 1746, and Prevost's Histoire General des Voyages, 1748. I apologize to anyone who's ever read any language uh, that I just murdered.
1: Apology accepted. The theory of fetishism was articulated at the end of the 18th century by G.W.F. Hegel in lectures on the philosophy of history. According to Hegel, Africans were incapable of abstract thought. Their ideas and actions were governed by impulse and therefore a fetish object could be anything that then was arbitrarily imbued with imaginary powers. Wow, I didn't know Hegel was terrible in that way. I've only seen him in other contexts.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of people in the past were pretty racist. Yep. In the 19th and 20th century, Tyler and McLennan, historians of religion, held that the concept of fetishism fostered a shift of attention away from the relationships between people and God to focus instead on a relationship between people and material objects, and that this in turn allowed for the establishment of false models of causality for natural events. This they saw as religious fetishism for Santa Claus on Christmas Day and does not consider the birth of Jesus a central problem historically and sociologically.
1: Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this message.
0: Wow, thank you for listening to that message, Wiki listeners. Or, if you heard nothing, thank you for pausing for that silence.
1: Yes, thank you. Practice. The use of the concept in the study of religion derives from studies of traditional West African religious beliefs, as well as from Vodun, which in turn derives from those beliefs.
0: Fetishes were commonly used in some Native American religions and practices. For example, the bear represented the shaman, the buffalo was the provider, the mountain lion was the warrior, and the wolf was the pathfinder, the cause of the war.
1: But like, in which religions are they speaking to? You know what? I don't know.
0: Well, some Native American religions, but they weren't specific.
1: Yeah, (laughs) no, I know.
0: Right. I'm sure you could find out which religions they're talking about specifically.
1: Japan. Kado Genchi cited jewelry, swords, mirrors, and scarves as examples of fetishism in Shinotoism. Kado stated that leaving behind cities and going into rural areas, he could find many traces of animism, fetishism, and
0: phallicism. Kato Genji stated that the ten sacred treasures were fetishes and the imperial regalia of Japan retained the same traits and pointed out the similarities with the pusaka of the natives of the East Indies and the tarunga of the Central Australians. The Kusanagi no Surugai was believed to provide supernatural protection blessings through the spiritual experience of the divine sword and the Kusanagi no Surugai was deified and enshrined at Atsuta in Owari province, which is now the Atsuta shrine.
1: Akarohime no Kami, the deity of Hirakuso shrine, was said to be a red ball. In the Kami era, the jewelry around Izanagi no Mikoto's neck was deified and called Mikuritana Kami.
0: Congratulations on getting through that paragraph.
1: It was, yeah, thanks. It was two sentences and it was a journey.
0: William George Aston remarked that the sword at Atsuta Shrine was originally an offering and later became a sacred object as an example of fetishism. Sword was one of Mitama Shiro Spirit Representative's spirit token, or more commonly known as the Shintai God body he observed that people tend to think sorry this is written in the wrong tense. he observed that people tend to think of the Matama spirit of a deity first as the seat of his real presence and second as the deity itself. many people do not distinguish between Matama spirit and Shintai God body and some even confused Shintai God body with the God's real body. For example, cooking furnace, Kamado, itself was worship as God. Noting the vagueness between highly imperfect symbol of deity and fetish worship being worsened by the restricted uses of images, e.g. painting, sculpture, there was a strong tendency to even forget that there is a God by ascribing special virtues to certain physical objects.
1: Roy Andrew Miller observed that the Kokutai no Hongi and the imperial rescript on education were also often worshipped as fetishes and were respectively placed and kept in household altars. Kamidana.
0: Minkisi. Minkisi. Made and used by the Bakongo of Western Zaire, a inkisi, plural, minkisis, minkisi, is a sculptural object that provides a local habitation for a spiritual personality. Though some Minkisi have always been anthropomorphic, they were probably much less naturalistic or realistic before the arrival of the Europeans in the 19th century. Congo figures are more naturalistic in the coastal areas than inland. As Europeans tend to think of spirits as objects of worship, Idols become the objects of idolatry when worship was addressed to false gods. In this way, Europeans regarded Minkisi as idols on the basis of false assumptions.
1: Europeans often call Minkisi fetishes and sometimes idols because they are sometimes rendered in human form. Modern anthropology has generally referred to these objects either as power objects or as charms.
0: In addressing the question of whether uh, Ninkisi is a fetish, William McGaffey writes that the Congo ritual system as a whole bears a relationship similar to that which Marx supposed the political economy bore to capitalism as its religion, but not for the reasons advanced by Bosman, the enlightenment thinkers, and Hegel. The rationally animate character of the ritual system symbolic apparatus, including minkisi, divination devices and witch testing ordeals obliquely expressed real relations of power among the participants in ritual. Fetishism is about relations among people rather than the objects that mediate and disguise those relations.
1: With that accent, you sound like you're about to tell me no when I ask for permission to do a public works project.
0: I'm sorry. It's not in our budget.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Therefore, McGaffey concludes to call Kisi a fetish is to translate certain Congo realities into the categories developed in the emergent social sciences of 19th century post-enlightenment Europe.
0: Well... Although this was a very interesting article, decidedly it wasn't as sexy as I wanted it to be.
1: I'm disappointed by this article.
0: Well, you know, there is a picture of people nude from the waist up, but it is not a sexual picture.
1: Right. And the word fallicism did come up.
0: Yeah, that did get me excited a little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
0: This has been the Wikipedia page for Fetishism.
1: Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your fetishes.
0: If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it.